Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right. Good day. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another Live the Fuel show. Uh, so this evening, once again, I'm bringing on yet another new guest co-host for you guys. The show never slows down. Our list of new guest co-hosts never seems to shrink. Uh, but before I dive into our bio, I just want to remind you guys, podcasts are free, especially this show. I've never monetized it. So the one thing I want to remind you guys that I've not been doing a good job with is please go online to iTunes and hook our show up with a review because I would like to read your reviews on these shows in the future, and we could use a few more of them. So I don't really ask enough, but that's how we're going to grow the show. That's how we're going to grow the audience continuously. And it's just an appreciation for the fact that I've never bothered you with paid commercials. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. So without further ado, your new guest co-host today. She's a facilitator, certified bounce back better trainer. Say that three times fast. Flourishing (laughs) coach, positive psychology practitioner. You know how much I'm passionate about psychology. Uh, And she works with individuals and organizations to bring to light the best versions of themselves. She believes that people can flourish through more meaningful relationships and by being their own, I love this, chief energy officer. That's right, CEO. Nice little spin. Mine's chief intrepid officer and I capitalize the E in intrepid. So without further ado, welcome to the show, the founder of The Running Lifestyle, fellow podcaster, Carrie Gormley. Hi, Scott. Thanks welcome, for having welcome. me here. Thank you. And uh, we were just joking around before we fired up the show because we haven't like hardcore chatted uh, since the MMI event, So that which we found out about because of the other Tony Robbins event, right? I think that's how we all kind of ended up there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Can't keep up with all that stuff, so... Uh, but anyway, so yeah, that's right. Because we were also at the Philadelphia event, the same Philadelphia event, right? We just didn't go. We yeah, just didn't exactly. know each other then. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so welcome, welcome. It's fi- it's great that we're finally connecting up. I uh, be completely transparent. Was stuck in so much traffic on the way home from some business travel that I was wondering if I was going to get here on time. I literally walked in two minutes before opening the Zoom link. So, but I planned ahead for you. I made sure I left my computer and everything ready to rocks so when I got home. Nice. All I had to do was turn it on. So, very nice planning. Sometimes, All right, sometimes. future self. <laughs> what would future self want? That's great. I like that. Yeah, is it when you do these things like, oh, I don't feel like putting stuff away. So future self's to be really happy what when you can. What would future it. self want? I want a steak. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do after this. After you and I record tonight, I'm, I'm gonna go grill a steak. That's what I'm gonna do. That's what my future self yes. wants right now. It sounds so. good. So yeah, so how yeah. you been? Good, good. Things are good. Speaking of dinner, I actually have a, um, a paleo, no, what is it? Um, Whole30 friendly chicken soup in the Instapot going right now. Although I think- I've been back and forth yeah. on whether or not to get the Instapot. Uh, I think mine's on the fritz right now. We just we, we, we just rocked the crock pot, but everybody, yeah. like my, my friend, she has a, I highly recommend her cookbook for you, uh, is the, the Eat Happy Cookbook. It's, oh. it's all sugar-free, grain-free recipes. Shout out to Anna Vocino, who's the voiceover on my show. She does the intro and outro. So, yes. Uh, yes. She's a, well, that's her major career. She's like a legit professional voiceover artist. Like she, She's the voice of, I think it's ABC or NBC. Or... Yeah, yeah. She's actually been on the podcast, my podcast. Oh, so and you know Anna. Yeah. yeah and you, you don't have her cookbook? 
I do have her cookbook actually. Oh, I already pre-bought. I already, I already pre-bought the next one. The next oh, one's coming. Oh, she's another one coming. Oh, good yeah. job. It's gonna be called Eat Happy Two T O O. So nice. You oh, can pre-buy that on Amazon now. A note. Yeah, she worked so hard on that. Actually, on the gosh, when she was on the podcast, I asked her about because it was such a journey, and asked her, you know, what would she have done differently? And um, it's so it's wonderful to hear she has another one coming out. Yeah, she's been working on that a while. She was hoping to actually have it out by now. And she had to keep pushing back, pushing back. And you know her. She cares about, yes. like, she became her own self-study as a, I mean, classic example of entrepreneurs, right? Like, Or, or the yeah. side hustle entrepreneurs is that she didn't want to spend a lot of money on a photographer. And she's the one who wanted to test every single recipe because she suffers from celiac disease. That's why she does live the NSNG lifestyle, no sugar, no grains. That's why that cookbook is created. So that's for the newer listeners who are hearing this right now. So she said, well, I'm just going to photograph them all as I go. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. So, and she, she's, by the way, got a, a little talent there. So, oh, she's a great voiceover yeah. artist. It's yeah. exciting when you hear her too. Um, we, we just used one of her recipes this weekend. I hosted my annual, uh, it's a big uh, ski and snowboard tuning party because the, the, the season's kicking into oh, gear here. So everybody yeah. comes over with their equipment and we sharpen and wax uh, in my garage. I fire up the grill. We bring over crock pots. Everybody's just hanging out. Um, this year I actually, uh, high tech, the garage I installed a TV and internet Wi-Fi out there and everything else. So we were, wow. we, were, we, were we were streaming uh, ski videos, uh, for people who weren't tuning skis. So, uh, yeah, a little fancier this year. That is cool. <laughs> I have a question for you. Um, cause we live kind of in the same neck of the woods. I'm in Wilmington, Delaware and just over the border, just over the border, just like I consider myself a suburb of Philly and you just have a few more tax advantages, just. So. Yes, yes. Although we pay private schools for private schools, but anyway, um, that's a big thing, Delaware and Pennsylvania. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's but anyway, um, yes. So my son, who's eleven, wants to learn how to ski, and he is like full on energy. Get me on the fastest roller coaster. I mean, full on. And so I wonder any suggestions uh, and my husband and I, we've kind of skied, but we're not really into it. I mean, I, I worked with a race team for 11 years, so. Okay. Yeah. So things. What, what, I know what skiing. Think, yeah. You know, <laughs> a couple skiing, things, so. just a couple. So what would you want a parent to know, you know, for an 11 year old, what to do, what not to do? Don't teach to your parent? own kid. Well, we can't. So well, there you go. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, but I'm yeah. seriously, you, you be, yes. <laughs> this is. Ladies and gentlemen, hearing this right now, doesn't matter if it's your kid or especially your significant other. <laughs> there are professionals that exist in this world, especially sports, for a reason. Pony up a couple of dollars and pay for a professional. Uh, I have to get that out there because it is hilarious. I can tell you how many years I'm riding a ski chair with some of my athletes and I'm just looking down and I, I can tell when that young couple like the one guy or the one girl, usually it's the guy. It's always us. You know, we think we know everything. <laughs> and you're trying to help that new girlfriend or that significant other improve on their technique or at least survive the bunny hill. And it's just crashing and burning. You can see the frustration in the significant other's face, possible tears, tucking and tumbling. And it's quality entertainment as a professional. <laughs> but, and then I just want to yell down. I'm like, hire an instructor, save yeah. your relationship. So <laughs> I just had to share that. But in your case, uh, most mountains have a, they all, they all call them something different. They call them like a, a Tykes program or I mean, how old your kid? 11. 
Oh yeah, so he's he's more than older. Has he ever been on skis? No, actually, now that you mention it, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, then, uh, is there a mountain? I don't even know Delaware. I mean, no, I, someone said we should go to Blue Mountain. I think is the yeah, that's that's the mountain there. we ski up. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think mean, we're all taking. I, I used to coach at a Camelback Mountain, which is in the legit oh, yeah. Poconos. Um, yeah, but from your direction, well, hold on. You know, I will give a little shout out to Bear. Bear Creek is a good mountain too. It's more of a hill than a mountain, but it's closer for you. You do okay. have to drive a little bit further to get to Blue, but the uh, it's gorgeous. They have a beautiful. They built an amazing hotel. Like so, they do a lot of events there because they spent more money on the on the hotel than the hill. Because <laughs> um, it's not a legit Which mountain. For us. Um, because yeah, like that's fine. well, because like Blue Mountain is actually on the Appalachian Trail. Like the Appalachian Trail goes. That's how high. So you have a good at least a thousand feet of vertical feet. So for here in Pennsylvania, that's nice. Like they have some big. They have for again for Pennsylvania, they have some good sized long runs and they have some good pitches. So I do obviously recommend Blue as a more well rounded mountain. Um, but Bear Creek is gorgeous because they have the hotel. So if you wanted to make a weekend of it and you want to stay up here and feel like you're kind of getting a little weekend getaway. I would go bare because Blue Mountain doesn't have a hotel. They keep talking about building one. Uh, right. But, I mean, they have a lodge, but it's not – you can't stay there. You'd have to, like, do the hotel thing. And I don't know. Are you are you guys considering doing a complete up and back in the same day? Are you trying to make like a two-day thing of it? Yeah, potentially. My husband and I don't like the cold weather, so we'd rather, like, spend the time going See, to – See, this is why you should go to Bear Creek then. Yeah. So that, that way you yeah. reward yourselves – and you stick the kid in the in a in a in a in a class, you know, in a uh, with an instructor because they do have some group lessons, and they right. also have the one on ones. Um, for a newbie who's eleven, they're gonna respect an instructor before they're gonna respect you anyway, even if you did know how to ski. So, hands down, you could put him in a in a, in a two days of training, like a Saturday and a Sunday, and you guys can right. just ha- go hang out. Like you know, they've got hot tubs at the hotel and everything else. They. You know, throughout the year, they host – this is Bear Creek, obviously. Uh, they host uh, wine events there and beer tastings and wine tastings and cheese festivals because it's such a really nice hotel. So, uh, And they built it because they wanted to tap into that Philadelphia market because sure, sure, uh, they yeah. were trying to basically get you to get off the highway before going all the way to Blue Mountain. So, uh, Good to know. Thank you. Yeah. We'll have to check it out. I mean, because yeah. you can get right off of the Allentown exit off of the Turnpike the PA Turnpike Northeast, 476, shoots straight from Philadelphia, uh, right up to where we're at. And, and obviously, obviously when you do this, like give me a heads up. I mean, I, I'm not a, I don't, I'm not a kiddo guy, but you know, my fiance and I like a glass of wine. If you need to have some adult time, you know, yeah, we yeah. can help you out with this. this. Is our this is our neck of the woods? Your neck so, of the woods. Yeah. Okay, that's that sounds good. Well, that'd be fun. Yeah. Maybe so, bring the travel mic or something. I, I have, I have four extra mics. I mean, oh, <laughs> so wow. yeah, I mean, I have a travel kit as well. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, so I, I love, I love hearing the kids want to get into it. Skiing has gotten more popular again, uh, thanks to the Olympics and all the amazing, uh, guys from the X games. You see more guys ripping, ripping crazy stunts on skis again, not just the snowboarders. So it's interesting. Yeah. I've actually seen some of my snowboarding friends start skiing again. Very interesting. interesting. transitions. Yeah. So, um, so I, I, I will tell you, he'll. The first few times, told me he might. Depending on how athletic he is, he'll be frustrated. But maybe not. I don't know. He might take to it like boom, ready to rock. So yeah, well, the see, he's how's he with other sports? Yeah, so he's more of a karate kid, individual sports karate, and oh, like me. he's a pretty I, good I grew up runner. Doing that. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's destined. He really wants to get. Uh, I started karate. Back. So what's what style? I was showing Rue Okinawan based. You, you know, come on, mom. I don't. Come I, on. I don't. <laughs> Maybe if you named name name some more, I might recognize it. It's okay. It, 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 there's so many different rules and showing rules. I mean, it depends on the dojo. I mean, do they call themselves a karate academy? Do they call them a karate school? Is, karate it, ju- is school. it just martial arts? So no karate, but they do. Yeah, they do. Do, do you have do you have too. more of a focus on? Is it well rounded? Do they focus more on taekwondo? Do they focus more on like grappling? Are they focus more on kung fu? I mean, I think it's well rounded, and then they have sparring gear, and they do sparring for the last fifteen minutes of a forty-five minute class. Okay, I don't know if that's helpful. Yeah. It's, it sounds like a good one. Is it keto? Does a keto sound right? A keto is another form of martial art. I wouldn't call that a karate, no, but then again, okay, it no, depends oh, no, on what no, their no, marketing that's, is. That's the gentle one, isn't it? A keto? Uh, it's more well, wellness minded, but um, like, where, where's mm-hmm. the karate school at? It's in Wilmington. We'll have to check it out. Huh. I'll get back to you and let you know what it is. <laughs> it's okay. I didn't mean to call you out on your own child's karate school, but. Uh, uh, do you know the? Do you know what? I'll I'll Google it right now. What, what you know what street they're on? Um, you know I I try to keep it on the the QT. Like oh okay, the- yeah, don't worry about it. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, I, I just Googled Karate School Wilmington Delaware and a whole bunch of red dots popped up. So there's plenty down there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, it, long story short, I I I'm glad you're putting him through that, or he loves it because it taught yes. me a lot. I was a wild wild child and. Didn't find a lot of focus, and and I, I didn't keep it going throughout the rest of my life. I think I stopped by the time college started because I was I was paying my way through school, I was working full time, trying to do. I mean, wow. yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, where am I, well, how am I yeah. going to squeeze that in? So right, right. So, but I loved it, and I did a few tournaments, and you know, won a few trophies over the years and stuff like that. So yeah, but I didn't stay in it long enough to get the black belt. So would have been a nice little checklist. Is he a black belt? Yeah, not yet, but okay. he's getting, he's actually getting his, he's the brown belt and now he's getting another level. Stripe. Like yeah. Another. Yeah. Like and I know then, my school, it was always three stripe ranks and then you would graduate to the actual next belt color. So I was green. I forget how many stripes I, I might've been two or three stripe green. And I was supposed to get my brown when I, you know, resigned. So. Mm. Uh, but anyway yeah there aren't a lot of kids like looking at the who he started out with it really dwindles that's no. for sure well i mean for our listeners benefit we lo- clearly we're already hitting on this is clearly ladies and gentlemen a more healthy lifestyle themed podcast <laughs> we've already talked about skiing uh nsng no sugar no grains eat happy cookbooks from anna Vicino. we've talked about uh now karate uh for youth sports uh but most importantly i love the fact of your brand that i hinted at i'm gonna do a little screen share for the video people the running lifestyle. And I love this brand because you and I chatted. You don't run as much anymore. Am I correct yeah. on that? Yeah, you are. Yes. You so are. I did remember. I'm proud of <laughs> I sound proud of it, but uh, I had some, a come to Jesus moment with my uh, PT. And, um, but that's so okay, I'm, though, because you, oh, you still are passionate about the running lifestyle. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I am passionate about... You know, it's funny, it evolves over time. What I love about running is for people who are kind of high strung, high energy, like both of us, um, is this idea that calms you down and you're able to maybe uh, get rid of some anxiety or reduce anxiety. 
now because of many injuries and running six marathons, I'm more interested in, okay, how can I be stronger athletes? So if I want to go run a 5k, I can do it and not for a while. I was really pushing myself so I could be a marathon maniac and fundraising. <laughs> and it was, it was, it was too much. So I, I'd like to say I have a kinder, gentler. I like the Mary, the, the marathon maniac. That's, that's a good one. I like that. Oh, you had Mel Robbins. Or did you? No, no, uh, I talked about her five seconds. I was going to be so jealous. I have her book. I've talked about the five second rule. Highly recommend that. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I'm screen sharing and I'm scrolling through some of her podcast history. And quick shout out to the Mel Robbins book, Five Second Rule, is a great light read, but but very impacting. Yeah, I would recommend the audio version because she, I don't want to say obviously, but she does it. Oh, yeah, I bought the physical just for the library. I'm an audible book all day long. Yeah, I really. I love those books too, where you get the audio. I so I go back and forth, but I love the ones where you get the audio and you're like, I need to get the physical. Yeah. I just read a book called um, Make Time, and it's written by Jake Knapp and Jay Z. I not the Jay Z, oh, but say, that'd be fun. yeah, yeah, no, nah, but they call him Jay Z, and it's a follow up to a really great business book called um, Sprint, and it's basically both guys were at Google and how they help company, how they help Google Ventures, which is the side of Google invest in other companies, how they'd go into a company they invested in and say, okay, in a week, we are going to come up with a problem that we can solve. We're going to prototype it. And on Friday, we're testing it. So we're not going to spend a whole bunch of time. And so they go through the process and you can do this in a company. You can do it in your life. You can do it in your side hustle. It's a really great book. It was a New York Times bestseller, in fact. And then they have this follow-up book, which basically shows how they were able to through the books and through being very smart about their time, basically leave Google and Jay-Z, I, I wish I remembered his name, Zorowski, Zeros- Z- John Zorowski, there we go. Okay. John Zorowski, how he was basically able to go and he now is kind of like retired, but he maybe go back, leave sales. And then Jake Knapp is the dad and he has left Google and does basically, he has a podcast, but he does sounds like trainings on the sprint process, which is hmm. pretty cool. Well, if you, once you have a proven protocol or a proven process, I mean, next thing, next thing is, okay, do you monetize it? Do you share it? I mean, yeah, clearly made some positive impacts. So huge. Yeah. They were actually saying that uh, I can't remember what big consulting firm, but they actually have a product now, like a sprint where basically now they granted they were doing it before, but it's really great. I used it in a company that I was, um, working with and it's it's really great and i really like their book because they give you like 85 it's um, probably gonna be the book of a month for the Mm -hmm. running lifestyle show i have books of the month and what i really like about it is give you gave you all these different ideas one thing i'm working on um haven't done it yet but actually taking email off my phone now Uh, yes that that hack has been brought up many many times uh by on your podcast Uh, not just my podcast just I, I was crushing two audiobooks today and um, people talk about the unplug factor. You know, there's like, everybody has a different term for it. But the point is, is like, why, who told you you had to be on yeah. top of your email that much? And psychologically, it is an energy mm-hmm. suck. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And I know you care a lot about energy. So, yes. And actually, <laughs> hold on. Let me see a second part of your bio. Uh, you, yes, you love about energy management programs. So that's what I'm saying. I, I remember you and I geeking out about energy. So we yes. were down there at the event because energy is crucial. And if you take care of your energy, it truly could be limitless. But most of us have, have allowed so many speed bumps into our lives that 
it's hard to it's hard to hit that flow state because we've created all of these blocks um, that's impairing our I, I like to call it the flow state the free of your energy right right what do you think about yeah. that um I well first of all I love flow and side note Stephen Kotler who's written books about flow has been on the podcast on my podcast um, it, you know in the end of the day it's not there's some famous quote it's it's not about um, the years in your life but or the, how many years you live but how many how much life you had into your years and so I found that I'm a much better podcaster, coach, facilitator, wife, mother, daughter, sister, when I'm very strategic about my time and, and timing things based on my chronotype. Um, mm. I heard your your interview with James Swanick, your second one, and I, you guys briefly talked about your energy and knowing your, your chronotype, and it makes a huge difference. Hmm. What we're doing well, right let's, now- Let's pause on that. People are hearing chronotype. They'll be like, whoa, what's, yeah. that, what's that buzzword? Uh, so right, let, right, let, right. Let's define that. <laughs> yes, so chronotype, this is exciting. In fact, uh, some researchers got a Nobel Prize a couple of years ago for chronotypes. So chronotypes are basically how your body is wired. So this idea that you're either a night owl or early bird, like that is true. and you know those people that they go to a movie at night and they may fall asleep and it's only 9 30 mm -hmm. but you talk to them in the morning and they're ready to go they're in your face and you're like back off that's me and so um there's a doctor dr michael bruce he was on the podcast too and he um it, it was really poignant what he said and this really struck me is that he is a psychologist and he went and became a sleep doctor because he said i can help people much faster being a sleep doctor than a psychologist. Hmm. And I have to say, yeah, because what happens when you're not sleeping well? I, I mean, mean, lots of things. Your circadian rhythm is thrown off. Your stress levels are at a higher rate. You're not recovering properly. I can geek out about that. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's it's huge. And so it's, it's, it's understanding how you're wired and optimizing that time. Do you know I your DNA also can tell you this? Oh, very cool. Well, they, well, that makes I discovered sense. that, yeah. uh, thanks to shout out to Dr. Anthony J who's been on the show multiple times. He's a geneticist and he's cool. doing, he's doing work with the Mayo clinic right now, but he, he had, uh, he took, I exported the raw data file from 23 and me from my account. Yeah. And then he goes and does a deep dive into your, all of your DNA data. Uh, so like, like for example, one of the hacks is don't pay 23 and me for the health and the genealogy. He said, just, just get the genealogy. It's a cheap, you want like 40 bucks or whatever, because uh -huh. no matter what the data is there, because they, they take your swab and they do the full DNA analysis. So all the data yeah. is sitting there in the website. It's just, you didn't pay for their reports to see what they think of it. So he's like, Scott, just export the raw data and I'll do what I do. And that's a paid service he does for people, but he will do a deep right. dive in your DNA and give you a health uh, supplemental and uh, the chemicals to avoid analysis. And part of that, he came out, he's like, oh, did you know you had this marker, which states that you perform better at night? Interesting. Have you, have you been a night owl? Like in college, would you be, you know, up through the night? It's funny because I've, I also believe in reprogramming. And I've done it all. I, I could be up late and performing. I could be, I was up at six o'clock this morning, the past three mornings. So it's like, I, I've, I'm more of a morning guy these days, but mm -hmm. 
But if I wanted to be up late and keep crushing it, I can. So it's weird. I, I told yeah. him that. I was like, I live in both worlds. And he's like, oh, he's like, it's just a marker. He said, and yes, right. he, there you are. People are capable of, you know, tweaking and modifying your, your DNA to a certain point. Uh, you know, you still can't undo millions of years of programming, right? So uh, I can get a, I can geek out on the whole uh, vegan thing, but that's a whole different uh, conversation. <laughs> I, I respect people's life choices. Uh, oh my but gosh! It, but at, at, the, at the DNA level, we are not coded to be that way. Uh, the only way people can even survive right now as vegans is thanks to modern day supplementation. It's just not a whole solution. Yeah. So I, I have mad respect for vegans because I do understand from an environmental global warming standpoint, like, whoa, I, I get it. And it's scary what their predictions are. Which um, that's also jaded data as well, because I could show you the other studies that prove that their lifestyle is actually the problem. <laughs> that's that's it. Oh, very yeah. interesting. Well, I would okay. I would like. I would love to. There's see always that. two My, sides to the study. Very it's just, true. It's just, very are they true. sharing the other side? So true. Right? <laughs> isn't that me. the truth? And isn't that the beauty of podcasts? Seriously, mm -hmm. there are books out there that major news publications won't touch, but because of podcasts yeah. and that they get shared. And that, it's that's one thing I, I respect about podcasts, your podcast, my podcast, others that I've been on is like, we have a choice to be true, true and transparent. And if I choose, I mean, like, that's why, that's why I really try not to talk about politics and religion on my show. Because oh, my, absolutely. There's enough people talking about it. I don't want to even yeah. get into that. I'd rather focus on bringing to light these amazing books that I might've consumed or you might've consumed or these studies we're talking about now about energy and flow and, and, people are hearing this and like, Oh, there's such a thing as a flow state, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. So flow is defined as where, what you're doing is just a little bit past where, where you're competent and you're just sucked in time disappears and you're alive. And it's, it's something really important to look at because in a, it feels like another life um, after college, I actually worked for an American software company in Sweden selling mechanical engineering software to Swedish engineers and all around Scandinavia. And it was, it was, it was hard and it was not my arena, hmm. but what was so, um, what was so interesting about it though, is it really gave me an opportunity to figure out this isn't like my passion in life. And now when I'm working with psychology and reading certain books, like I am in the flow, you have to like rip me away from what I'm doing and flow, you know, you've hit something where, you're succeeding and you really like you feel like what you're doing you're just wrapped up you can't help yourself i mean there are times um <laughs> as a mom as a wife where if i'm reading a page turner nonfiction psychology book mm -hmm. sometimes i'd rather read the book than go i don't know walk to the park or something <laughs> um <laughs> well yes if you're really tied into the content sure I mean, when you find yeah. that right, I mean, that's like, um, I, I just finished writing my first book, right? So now I'm moving into oh, editing. Congratulations. And wow. Yeah, I'm not, I, it's, thanks. It's huge. It's, it's a big move. It is. I, it I is. actually had my coaching call with my, my, my author coach today and he's just like, you haven't moved fast enough on your editing. I'm like, well, the writing part was easier because I actually didn't write it. I voice transcribed it. <laughs> so, because oh, I have no problem talking. What did you use for that? Uh, the otter.ai app, O-T-T-E-R, -O like the animal. Yeah. And AI is an artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. Highly recommend it. So, because like oh, while I'm traveling, you know. like I was on a three-hour yeah. road trip and 
I'd be listening to a podcast or an audio book. And then all of a sudden an idea would pop in my head for a chapter yeah. for the book. So I would just hit pause, turn the app on and it's Bluetooth through my car stereo. So I just started recording while I'm driving. So oh, I figured you have out, just made my day. Oh, yeah. and it was already made already. This I love sharing this hack. Hard. It's awesome because oh my gosh, yes. I, got, I got so good at it. I figured out that if I could keep recording for 10 to 15 minutes, 15 is on the high end, really 10 to 15, 10 to 12 was a sweet spot. If I can get a good flow for that range, yes. yes, I could bang out a whole chapter. That's at least a thousand words was the way the math worked out the way I speak. So uh, now granted, my editing is gonna be a little bit more of a struggle because I have to, I phase one is spell check, then grammar check. And then I got to do twice as much structure work, right? Because I didn't, right. I didn't yeah. write it or type it. So I, I wasn't already putting stuff into paragraph form. Um, and, and you can, when you export the data, because that's the beauty, you, you get done recording and then it processes it and then you have a text file in the app. And then you just, I just export the text file and then I open it in Word and I've got, so I have, I have a Word doc for every single chapter, so. Right, right, and then you can just, yeah, yeah. consolidate Well, here's the it. other hack. Yes, please. I now use otter.ai for my podcast. So when I get no my way. when I get my file back from my editor that has the intro outro on it, I take the I take the audio file and I upload yeah. it into Otter. Otter processes it, and now I've got the entire episode in text form for the blog ah. notes. This is like an orgasm for a podcast. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. You got two podcasters like oh. My God. Oh my gosh. And I think with ADHD, I don't know. Do you have ADHD? Some Maybe people, I, I, I like to call that high performance. So it is. Uh, hey, it's a gift. It's a but again, gift. it's flow when because you spot one. I, real, I realize that show notes for my podcast on the website are important, right? I know as a marketer, yes. as a marketer, I know you got to have content, but I was not going to transcribe a show. Uh, no. But now I can. And Here's the best part you're going to love. The otter.ai app gives you 600 minutes of transcription for free every month. I still haven't paid for the app yet. Nice. And then if you pay for it, it's like 80 bucks for the year. Oh, it's stupid. Wow. And you get like now thousands every month or whatever it is. I haven't even, I just have. So I'm still dabbling in the podcast stuff because yeah. sometimes I feel like there's too much content. But at least I have more than enough to work with. And I just, I just start scrolling nice. through and I delete lines. And it's all time-stamped because I do time-stamped show notes anyway. Right. So I just, it, it, trust me, it's my new hack. I was like, oh, it's awesome. Oh, my gosh. So back yes, to our, like, you know, our, yes, our, our point of flow faster. state. Yeah. Yes. That is great because I people say, like, everyone wants to run a marathon. Everyone write, wants to write a book. Okay. I've had. I've, I've done, done both of those. So Yeah. You've done both of them. I haven't done the book yet. I think we're similarly wired where we love to talk, but sitting down and writing that is no. tricky. And that's an it, it, I literally, there's no way. flow state there. I would, I would rather like take a hammer to my head. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But this is working. This is great that you can work around this. this well, that was my, I literally, I, I had, I heard about otter.ai. I think it was on the social media marketing podcast. I, that's one of my regular shows I listened to. And they, the, at the beginning of every episode, they have his, his one guy on his team will come on the show for just five minutes and talk about the latest app that he's found or played with, you know? Ooh. And that's how I heard about this. He's like, oh man, this is super cool. It voice yeah. transcribes, but they didn't bring up anything like I'm using it for. Like I figured out that I could use it to write a book. I figured out that I could use it on the podcast. They weren't bringing that up at all. So I was cracking up. 
So. This is so cool. This yeah. is so cool. Actually, speaking of books, um, one of the best things we've done, and actually the book, Make Time, Make Time Helped Me Do This, is that my son and husband are writing their first book together. Oh. And yeah. Um, and how they've made time for it is usually my husband and I do dishes. And so I'm doing dishes by myself, put on a podcast, usually prepping for a future guest or like I listen to your podcast and they just type away. And then by the time I'm done with dishes, they've done a chapter and then they read it to me. And it's this beautiful time with them connecting. Oh, they're ahead of me then because at least there's somebody like listening to the content, providing <laughs> some edits possibly or something like that. Like that's awesome. Like, because once I finish editing, I still have to give it to other people to edit. So. Right. Right. Yeah. It's really, it's a really, um, it's been a really great thing. In fact, I'm going to reach out to the authors and make time because it's, it's always fun to hear how your work has impacted someone in such a positive way. I think that's a great backstory. If they don't want to come on your show for that reason, that's huge because <laughs> I, I mean, it, on this whole point of flow state and making time for things, uh, back to the running point of view, you're just hinting at like I, I ran my first marathon in, 2008, the the Marine Corps down in Washington, D.C. Oh, that was my first, too. Oh, I see. There you go. All right. So uh, we are a little geeking out now. Yeah, so, we are. And cool. we're also fellow fans of the stainless steel drinking apparatuses. Oh, Stop yes. drinking out of plastic. Yes, 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 yes. So, uh, Do you ever use a straw so you can drink even more water quickly? Actually, uh, Clean Canteen popped up on my Instagram ads today because uh, they're they're doing a giveaway right now. Uh, like, a, like 12 days of Christmas. So every day they're doing a different bundle giveaway. And the bundle today is like one of their canteens, a different canteen, and then a pack of those metal straws. So yeah, they're the best. Yeah. So I haven't gotten them yet, but that's huge because I thought, I, I figured somebody made stainless steel straws. And I've been trying to get my fiance to move off because she loves running. So I'm trying to move her off of the darn plastic bottles that have all the yeah. little, the, the little flip top bite valves on yeah. them and everything. Those are good. Well, because <laughs> not well, good for you, though. But but Dr. Anthony J, besides him being a geneticist, he's the author yes. of Estrogeneration. So wow. Estrogeneration is a book about the impacts of plastics and other things on your hormone alignment, which is huge. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Estrogeneration, aka estrogen. So he talks yeah. all about the, the the struggles between testosterone and estrogen. So it's huge, and he's anti-plastic. So get it out of your life. Oh, so. I can imagine. I, yeah, I gotta get him on the show. I can hook you up. I would love he's that. He's been on a couple times, and right now he's really trying to get some exposure because he's gonna launch the first ever carnivore study. Interesting. For well, ninety days, pro, yeah. ninety days, you have to be one hundred percent red, you know, red meat. Red meat. A friend of mine actually is doing that this week. She's doing just meat. No, I mean so we'll, yeah, only red meat. Yeah. No, only red meat. that mean that yeah. means no eggs. Yeah. No butter. No alcohol. No. I only. I think he can't even have supplementation. He because he's going to measure. He's going to have you do a, a special swab test beforehand, and it'll it'll measure. Uh, they could do an analysis on the. You ever hear of telomeres? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. We, so, that was one of our books of the month. So he yeah. measures the length of your telomere before and then, because the, the kit comes with two swabs. And then at the end of the 90 days, you swab again. And he he's the first person ever to consider doing a 100% carnivore study. Now, granted, it's not a paid study. Like This is for people who are passionate. And I, I'm, 
I'm I'm so hardcore keto. I consume more red meat than I ever have, and I grew up that way. So I've kind of gone full circle back to my childhood when I grew up on a farm, and it's just interesting because I'm very fat adapted, and I am an endurance athlete. I don't like to run as much anymore, but uh, <laughs> I've always been a huge cyclist. Uh, running took some work, uh, but let's bring this full circle back though. The reason why I was going all down these different pikes was talking about the flow state and the, and putting in the reps and making the time was I went from no running to doing a marathon. It's wow. just not recommended. No, don't do it. <laughs> but I had to put in the reps and I didn't put in enough reps and injured my IT band while training for that first marathon yeah. because my buddy told me who was, yeah. who had already run it the year before it inspired me to do it with him the next year. Cause he was running in memory of one of his best friends who had died due to a uh, mistake by a hospital on his brain. Uh, and, and, and so he was running in his memory. And I went down, and I'm not a sidelines guy. I went down and watched him run. Like him, myself, and some of the friends were like following him through the DC subways to all the different stops, yeah. like cheer him on. And I was like, wait a minute. If he can do it, I can do it. <laughs> so, anyway, so he was busting on me because I did not start training early enough. You know, first time marathoner, I gave myself only three months to get ready. And you need a base. You and can I, wing a half marathon, but winging a marathon. Well, I justified it because I was I was already biking hundreds of miles, and I was teaching spinning five days a week, so I was very fit. I was already in fitness. I was an instructor, but it was not. I wasn't dealing with the road trauma, as I like yeah. to call it, of the impact yep. on the yep. asphalt. So I learned real fast, and that's why to this day I still support chiropractic and massage therapy as one of my key monthly influences in my life because of that exact right. reason. <laughs> Cause that, know, that's what um, got, that's what got me ready for the marathon. So I have a similar story actually, where I wanted to run a half marathon. Someone talked me into, I'm like, that sounds like fun. And I was were lifting weights and did some cardio, but the longest run I ever got to was four miles and a half marathon is 13.1. Mm -hmm. And the day before at the expo, someone looked at me and they're and asked how much training I had done. And they're like, this is not good. I'm like, I'm going to do it. And I did it. And it wasn't that it's, bad of a time. That's the mental actually. game. That's the mental game. It was. However, yep. That Achilles tendon, because I yep. hadn't been training. That's, that's well, going to get see, you. Interesting enough. It wasn't my Achilles. It was my IT. But then oh, I'm you said that. years yeah. later though, I did partially injure an Achilles on a half marathon of all things. So yeah, <laughs> so, got it. an IT band. That's always my problem with running. Yeah. Always, always, always. Well also, and that was when I used to run traditional, well, I guess we really, depending on when you think about when running shoes were invented, is it traditional? Modern traditional running shoes. Now I'm a, I'm a minimalist. I, I run in Vibram Five Fingers. Yeah. So, like I, all the Spartan races I've done were in the Vibram Five Toe Finger things. Because wow. people, people look at me and are like, you're going to run up that mountain in those? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Have you checked out Osh, O-E-S-H? You got to no. check them out. Their founder was on my, my podcast, um, I'm blanking on her name right now, but she's fascinating. She was in charge of the Harvard biomechanics lab and then UVA recruited her to start the one UVA. Supposedly UVA is the best. So hmm. she has Osh, O-E-S-H. Shoes made for women by women. Does it say that? Well, yes. Okay, but okay, yes, okay. <laughs> However, um, there you go. they do have men who wear. They do have men who wear it. Um, I'm calling BS, and you're like, no, it's not. Yours. No, I mean, hold on. Oh, look, they changed it. Yes. Um, but no, but if you go back here, one second. It. 
I'm, I'm, yeah. Again, listeners, I'm. Uh, this is always going to be on YouTube. I'm, I'm doing a video feed. But when I Googled just OESH right there, shoes made for yeah. women by women. Right there. You know what? Okay. So what happened when you said that first? I was thinking of Rika because back in the day, Rika, R-Y-K-A. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but um, yes, because they talk a lot about your joint health. And at first I did not care for these. I was having a hard time. But now when I go back to my old shoes, they feel like high heels compared to Osh. So yeah. um, they're very cushiony. And that is the big issue. It's, yeah. it's these overly monstrosity of heels. Uh, they, exactly. Because actually this isn't exactly like a CrossFit shoe because obviously I'm huge in CrossFit, but our CrossFit shoes have a very standardized flat firm sole. There's no, the only time you see an increased heel is if you get a um, a lifting shoe for Olympic lifting because mm. you're hitting such a massive squat depth that some people need that lifted shoe uh, for the range of motion as your as your hips open and you drop down with a with a load of weight over you uh, that lifter lifter shoe is nice but again that's not a spongy heel that's a firm right, right, raised yeah. heel it's it has a purpose so. You know, when you get down to this neck of the woods, you have to try something called Balanced Athlete. It is similar to CrossFit. However, I believe way better because you are actually in your bare feet and they're not all about quantity. They're about quality. Oh, I wear my Vibrams CrossFitting. My yeah. Fat fingers. Like, yeah. We, like when I started, cro- when I, when I, I learned CrossFit out West when I was firefighting. And then when I moved back, I obviously stayed obsessed with it because I became a certified trainer and mm-hmm. I was still wearing my Vibram Five Fingers because I learned about Vibram Five Fingers when I was living in Arizona. And on my days off from firefighting, I would go trail running. And I, I read the book, Born to Run. Mm-hmm, and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to try this. And obviously my feet were killing me in the beginning, but then all of a sudden my, fine, my feet yeah. get stronger. My dexterity, I mean, I could bound up a mountain in no time. It was crazy. So I'm a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> But if you're in this neck of the woods, you got to try Balance Athlete. Try Balance Athlete. So, well, I mean, yeah. let's be real. CrossFit did the biggest explosion in marketing. And there's been so many spinoffs, right? So nowadays, everybody calls things, for example, HIT, High Intensity Interval Training, H-double-I-T. It's a variation of it. CrossFit's a brand name. It's That's what right. it is. So the point is that the one thing I love about CrossFit or when HIT is properly trained is that you should be able to take an athlete out of any of those classes if they've been doing it a while and plug them into almost any sport. That's the point. You're supposed to be a well-rounded person. So, yeah. but then people be. pick a people pick a niche often. Like, you know, right. My, so CrossFit, I did it 11 years ago, and at the time, oh, that was in its start. Yeah, yeah it was early days. I didn't so start what? until two, th- late or early 2010. Yeah. So, so is it still, at least what they had is they'd have this board work out of the day and it would be like, do a hundred pushups. And if someone's like, what hundred pushups, what are you nuts? They'd say, Oh, just break it down. And then meanwhile, everyone would have to wait for that person. And then by the time they get to probably 20, their form is crap. But meanwhile, everyone's waiting for them. Is that yeah. still what goes down? Yeah. It's not supposed to be, no, uh, on no, Sundays, I, I, my gym, I used to coach at, I'm friends with the owners. I still go back there. Um, in Bethlehem, they, uh, shout out to CrossFit Adoration. They um, they do a hero wad every Sunday. So we do a, a so over the years they've been around long enough that when a fallen veteran, police, fire, military doesn't matter. When somebody falls in the line of duty, um, and they were big into CrossFit, usually their colleagues or friends submit their name and their favorite workout to CrossFit to get recognized, and it gets named after that person. Aww, so nice. usually, 
a hero's wad is much more intense to yeah. back up what you just said. The whole hundred pushups thing, you you might see that in that programming. So yeah, uh, but yeah. no, I mean, in the end, it doesn't matter what sport this is. It doesn't have to be CrossFit. A quality form of fitness is going to have, well, at least in the CrossFit world, you're going to have a great community, a lot of supportive people, a lot yep. of you know people cheering you on. That's why I love. It. That's one of the things I biggest things I like. People don't think about the community aspect. That's huge. But more importantly, back to the sport, is that you want to have great training, great coaching, great programming. That's huge. That's huge. Again, to your point, in the beginning, they were still figuring it out. So people just thought back in the day that CrossFit's supposed to be intense all the time. Well, no. Mm -hmm. Maybe that class was. But also, it's the coach's responsibility to check and see if you have a new athlete they're not ready to do 100 push-ups. No. Or I'm going to scale their push-up position because form and technique is so important. So those are that goes back to the importance of the coach. Okay, are they are they interviewing every single athlete in that class? Are they familiar with who's new and who's more experienced? So, I mean, I've had my shoulder rebuilt twice over the years. So from ski crashes. So I can't do 100 push-ups unbroken. I do right. I do cycles of 20. Like boom 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 boom. I can do 20. Shake it back out, loosen everything back up, do another twenty, and I'll I'll get them through. I got I know there's a guy I used to coach. He'll do a hundred unbroken, just straight through. I'm like, dude, you belong in the Marine Corps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, uh, by the way, I gotta get you hooked up. Okay, so I gotta hook you up with. Hold on, I gotta write this down. Doctor, An- I have Doctor Anthony. Doctor J. I'm gonna check out Otter.ai, my new favorite app. It sounds I like I gotta get you. Oh yeah. And we're going to take my, I'm going to take my son to Bear Creek there you go. to learn how to ski. Um, I need to get the 23 me, but not get, and only get Buy the, the cheap technology. one and then, then reach out to yeah. Dr. J. Uh, Cause actually that's what we did. He and I did a live, a Facebook live podcast. Oh, so I, I, I haven't I, done I, that yet. You could do it through zoom. Um, you could actually dial, I could launch zoom right through Facebook and go live. It's cool. Interesting. So, um, you have to pay for it, but it's, it's cool. So, mm-hmm. but actually back to, oh, flow state. So two guys, I got to get you hooked up with way back in the day, author and engineer, Julian Kaufman. I had him back on episode 55 and this guy is right up your alley because he wrote a book called let it flow. Oh, that's cool. Because he was like an electrical engineer, so he understands current right. and electricity yeah. and flow, and he tied it into what you and I are talking about, you know, human energy and flow state. Uh, it's a great cool. book, by the way. So I recommend oh, him for you. Yeah. And I'll then... Sh- My husband's sh- electrical sh- engineering. Oh, engineer. that, yeah, you guys would geek out. And then, are yeah. you familiar with Jerry Gara? No. So he's up in New England. Uh, he and I geek out about flow state all the time. He's been on the show a couple of times, so I got to hook you up with Jerry. Okay. Yeah. There's nothing I geek out about flow because of positive psychology and being in the state and really being where things feel right to you. And and going back to what you were saying about CrossFit and having a community, people don't understand how important a sense of belonging in a community is. I had no idea. And they're showing that if you're lonely, you're like better off smoking 15 cigarettes than being lonely and not having that community. I think it's I think it's wonderful how CrossFit has this community and runners have it, and it comes down to knowing yourself best. And oh, the running community is strong. 
I mean, yes. Uh, my, my fiance just started work uh, training recently again with uh, a runner's group, and she loved it. So because she she runs anyway, she doesn't care. So it's like, why not you know build a little group behind it? So absolutely. But and that and because uh, I, I only I only minored in psychology while I was doing my marketing degree. I considered going complete dual major, but they said, "Hey Scott, you can graduate now." Um, and he's like, "So unless you're going PhD," and I was an adult student when I was doing this, uh, so I was like, mm. "Wait a minute." I got way more other things to do, you know, in my thirties. You know, <laughs> so I'm out. <laughs> give me, give me a piece of paper. So I'm not getting extra credit points here, but so I got enough psychology to help me understand that I, I'm obsessed with it and I love it. Yeah. And it is true. Basic mankind, basic human interaction, is crucial. I've talked about building influential relationships on this show and networking, and I know you could back this up because you're a fellow obsessed person about psychology. Mm-hmm. Like we are meant to grow connectivity and interact with people it's a basic human trait we are, we are. it's yeah. it's key we're and we're meant to move it's move and belong um, a book i think you would love um and someone you might when he's writing a book right now but when he's done writing another book is uh, dr john rady he is the foremost authority about what exercise does for the brain he wrote the book spark he's also an expert in adhd oh i know spark yeah. Yeah. So he wrote Spark and he's been on the podcast a number of times and he wrote a book. It's one of my top three most influential books in my life called Go Wild. And he looks at the six crucial things that you need to have in your life. And I really applied this. And then I believe there's a seventh, but he talks about being. Wait, what is that called? It's called Go. Here, I'll. Because I, I can Google it right now. Yeah. Go Wild. Free your body and mind from the afflictions of modern civilization. That subtitle may have changed, but it basically says here are six key things to focus on to live a a healthy life. And so, of course, there are things we know, exercise, uh, nutrition, sleep. Okay. Oh, okay. They did change the subtitle. Yeah. Yep. There you go. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sharing this on the video feed. So, uh, but obviously they, they, t- the subtitle here is, uh, eat fat, which I love. I'm fat adapted, yeah. uh, run free, get outside, get outdoors, get get off the track, <laughs> yes. but run free in many, many different ways. Be social. We just talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, follow Ella evolutions, other rules for total health and well being. So that's a very broad statement. I'm sure he digs much more into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, on here, but one thing I, I, when you said there's six things, right? I was, I was wondering if you were hinting at, cause when I studied psychology, I've brought this up on the show multiple times. We talked about the, the essential domains that we must balance in our life and, or just always be focusing on because throughout life, your, your ability to focus in certain domains is always going to shift, right? It, like Absolutely. for example, yeah. if you're in college, your, your educational goal domain is obviously much higher. You're heavily focused on that uh, or partying, one or the other. But <laughs> we don't really put partying on the domain. Maybe that could fall under social. So, but there's like the average six domains are usually family, friends, uh, obviously education, career or your, your business or whatever, uh, love and those closer relationships. And then for some people, it's uh, spirituality or faith, right? Right. Yeah. So, but he's like, you know, I learned it this way. My, my professor, he's like, listen, take a zero access, right? Line up those domains like a bar graph and then take an assessment of where you're at. And he's like, you don't have to go crazy. Maybe put it plus three, minus three, right? And then rank it. Say, where are you at? Okay. He said, most people 
are not always going to say, well, I'm plus three across the board on all six domains. No, Come on. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, but he said, what you really want to concern with is, is making sure not more than half of those domains are far below the zero access. If you allow too many of those domains to yeah. drop, he's like, that's when stress levels increase, life balance is thrown off. There's so many negative side effects to that. So I'm not sure if anybody, any, anybody ever put that to you in that visual standpoint. Yeah, there's the classic wheel of life that I think every every self-development um, conference you ever go to or class where you have your wheel and then you have your different spokes and then- Yeah, so it's all different um, graphics for these things. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, basically checking in. So I just wanted to close the loop on the six things. So it's exercise and nutrition um, and sleep. And then it's being outside- uh, mind meditation, which I finally got into a meditation routine. I am still struggling to get consistent uh, on that. You know, we're all, you know we're all different on that. We're just different yeah, places in a timeline. Yeah, but I, I'm still working on it. I, I had multiple attempts. What was the game changer for me was getting uh, trained in uh, transcendental meditation, TM. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That was the game changer. I tried many other ways, but yeah, TM's, yeah. It's Wait a minute. Well, real quick side note, are you reading these from the Go Wild uh, checklist? Those were the six, yeah. Okay. What I just said, yeah, those are their six. And then I, I believe there's a seventh one, and that's all around, it's all around your mindset. And that's well, the whole positive psychology. What I love is the fo- in, in the forward, he's got freaking uh, David Perlmutter in here. Oh, yeah. I love it. Because uh, yeah, well, no. one, one of the domains you mentioned was eating fat, right? And D- David Perlmutter it's is grain that. brain. It's all about that, yeah. Oh, I, that was one of my first uber healthy books that I ever went geeked out about. Like yeah. I'm, I'm more of a fan of Perlmutter than I am a, a, a wheat belly, right? I love grain brain. It's just people do not understand the inflammatory impacts on a healthy brain. It's yeah, crazy. it's hard. It's, I eat like this, but I'd be lying if I said my son and my husband didn't eat bread. Well, yeah, I, I'm hardcore. Yeah. My fiance thinks I'm crazy too, you know, so. Well, it's, I know it's crazy, but you know what? I think the beauty- It takes crazy people to change the world. <laughs> And and we we show up and be the best version of ourselves, and yeah, we we set an example. The ripple effect. We yeah, set an example. You don't know who you're affecting, and and kudos to the listener and to the viewer here for taking their time to learn about some new things. I mean, they could be watching Saturday Night Live right now, or exactly or something else. Yes, I mean we've been going here for almost an hour. Actually, that's a good check in on time because we do have to uh, shut down the, the fire off a show for your show. Uh, which again, ladies and gentlemen, let me do a little screen sharing again here. Uh, but again, you want to check her out. There we go. Videos up the running lifestyle.com. I like the fact you have a book club on here too, by the way. So, Oh, thank you. Yeah. How long have you had the book club on there? Oh gosh. Um, since January, 2015. In fact, go wild was the first book. Get out. Yeah. And you want to hear a funny story? I got to tell you this story. Yeah, go ahead. And this is such the gift of podcasting is, I had on a friend who basically was like, yeah, you've got ADHD too. And I did get diagnosed ADHD and with it. And I said, to, he was on the podcast. His name is Eric Tivers. This podcast is ADHD rewired. And I said, Eric, when you don't feel like exercising, what do you do? And he said, I turned to the book Spark by Dr. John Rady. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. So I learned about Spark. So then I reached out to Dr. Rady. I read his books about ADHD. I'm like, you've changed my life. Can you come on the podcast? He's like, sure. And long story short, short, I was like, well, he probably wants to talk about his latest book, which is Go Wild. So I guess I'll read it. But I didn't really want to read it at first because of actually Dr. Perlmutter's 
um, endorsement because mm. I feel like a bad mom that my son eats bread and my <laughs> husband and and so I'm like oh my gosh but I'm like okay but he probably wants to talk about this and it's a game changer of a book like I am his biggest fan like I have a serious professional crush on Dr. Reed. It's okay to have a professional crush. I geek out oh, on a few guys I, I know and, and ladies you know I got I got male and female crushes. Who so. are your who are your professional crushes? Oh, it depends. So obviously my client <laughs> and inspiration behind Anna Vicino is Vinny Tortorich. So he's the trade, he trademarked NSNG, no sugar, no grains. So, I mean, that, that guy is huge. And, and he's, and he's now actually one of my clients, which is awesome. So, uh, I was like, I've been following his show and tweeting his show forever because he, I just love him. He's just, he's very brazen. He's laid back. It's Vinny, man. He's awesome. Uh, but he's a big influencer. You know, he dropped off for a little while and kind of raised back up again, but if you if you cut out all the bulletproof BS from Dave Asprey, I love his new the new uh, head game book. The head uh, the he's very big on mental health and uh, yes, he, he's did a yes. great job bringing to light uh, his own struggles over the years with uh, people underestimate the impacts of mold in your home and everything else. So he's yeah. a big I, I mean and he's done a great job. I I I don't I no longer call the coffee bulletproof coffee because I know he's making money off of that. So I just call it fatty coffee because I drink fat I drink fat coffee all the time. So. Again, back to those points on healthy fats. So those are just two, just, uh, I guess, modern online health influencers that I always like to yeah. share with people. And then people like Dr. Anthony J, Estro Generation, yeah. uh, his new carnivore study. So obviously I geek on health. Even mm -hmm. though on this show we talk a lot about business and lifestyle too. So, yeah, that's just yeah, a few. It's, fun. It's, it's pretty cool when you when you meet um you meet your, like, your, your hero that I try not to go fangirl, but I just... I, I kind of feel like when I get to meet them, um, like I got to ask Brene Brown a question and yeah. well, share a moment with uh, something else yeah. is really powerful for me is uh, Richard Branson. Like I don't agree with his vegan lifestyle choices right now, but I, he's a big influencer for me and in everything he's gone through with his business and his entrepreneurship and just the lifestyle he portrays the virgin way. I've always yeah. been inspired by that. Right. And so it's not just, it's not just about the health nuttiness, right? It's also about, what are people doing to change the world and do things differently? Yeah. So and he has ADHD also. So oh there you God, go. yeah, yeah. Brands they say all over people. That. They say people with ADHD um, companies are they're three times they have it's three to one for entrepreneurs who have ADHD who have business you know have their own businesses versus ones who don't. Hmm. Yeah, it's very it's. Well, I've been. <laughs> I've been not officially diagnosed, but I've had many people tell me that oh, I just, I always have, I, but, but again, here's the thing. It's what you do with it, accept, accept it and channel it's it and focus a, yeah. it. You know? I mean, there's some scary stats against it about, about our lifespan, but you know what? It, you accept it, you're compassionate towards it and you make it work for you. Yeah. No shame. I didn't choose this. <laughs> you know, I explained a lot of my childhood when I got diagnosed, but it's like, how can I make it work for me? It's like anything else in life. Listen, we're all given a deck of cards. Uh, it's all been dealt out. So you could just accept it and then complain about it forever, or you could accept it and do something with it. Okay. And we all have a choice. So, Bingo. Yeah. well, listen, I, I want to make sure we get some time to do your show. So uh, you being our newest guest co-host, our guest co-host closed the show out uh, besides my normal closeout. So what are some final words that you want to leave behind for our audience who chose to hang this long with us yeah. instead, instead of watching the boob tube TV. Uh, yeah. But yeah, let's, uh, let, let's, let's help close them out with some, I don't know, whatever you want, your energy. What do you got? Yeah. Yeah. So thank you first again, for bringing me on. I've enjoyed our, our, our conversation. I feel like we've talked about so many different topics. We're and I so hope much that, closer now. 
Yes, yes. We've had this sharing, this joy of sharing people that have influenced us and connections. And I just really want um, to share that, especially in this is coming from a, a mom. And, you know, all of us have things going on is that to really honor, this is why I say that in my podcast is to honor yourself because you're the most important person, you know, mm. and yes, I mean, of course we get to interview, I shouldn't say of course, but we have the opportunity to interview some big names and they're great. Um, that doesn't mean you're not great and that you're not important, Ooh, you know, and I point. think, I think it's really time to, to be with that. And then also honor, like, you know what, if this doesn't work for me, it's, it's, it's okay to be okay with it. And to know that when you set boundaries for the first time, it can be hard, but play the long game. And I think really when you honor yourself and really say like, okay, I'm the most important person I, that doesn't make me a bad mom it actually makes me a better mom because I'm going to make sure that I'm taking care of myself so I can be a better mom. Um, I, when I see, when I see the t-shirts that are like, tired mom, give me the coffee. Like I just, I, 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 I get it, but I don't get it. I will let you weigh in on that one. I, I that's all you, that's all you. Cause I, I, I'm not a mom, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I, yeah, I agree no, with that. I, We're all, again, you, you made a valid point. What I just said too, right. Is ladies and gentlemen, I mean, we all have a choice and how we deal with everything. And if you always yeah. dwell on the negative, you're not setting a yeah. great example. You're not. Yeah. There's a mom in my balance athlete class. She's the greatest t-shirt. It's the emblem of um, Starbucks with the woman and the woman's like shredding her muscles. Nice. Like I'd rather see that yeah. shirt instead of the, I'm a tired mom, give me the coffee. I, I agree with that because like that, that'd be like me complaining about being a podcaster or being a CrossFit coach or trying to like balance my time, my schedule. I'm like, well, Scott, you chose to make these commitments. So why are you complaining about it? So, for example, yeah. those ladies or men who chose to be mothers or fathers, yeah. you for most of you chose, most of you chose to be a mother or father, which I respect. I, I want nothing to do with it. I love being the cool <laughs> uncle. My fiance and I will never reproduce. Okay, we took care of that before we even put a ring on it. We clip, clippity clipped. Okay, so I I respect that. Like, listen, we are we knew to make sure that we would be selfish. So we could free up that time in our lives to do other things like we're doing yeah. here. So I always respect people like you who are also a mom and also creating podcasts and you know looking to uh, launch a book like your your husband and your son are doing. Like that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. So yeah, yeah kudos to you guys. So I know how I'm going to introduce you or introduce this conversation on my podcast. Uh oh, like, I gave you some new material. It all out there. Wait until the end. I told you I don't hold. You I don't hold back. I have. I, I. I can thank this show in over two years of being on air and over 230 some odd shows now online. It's like, just listen. I am. I am transparent. I'm not going to hold anything back. So I think I owe that to my audience. I think it sets an example to help people. So I'm not saying you need to start walking around and telling everybody everything about your life. I mean, right. ease into it. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I believe it. I want to make sure that I, one of my old mentors said a long time ago, he's like, listen, if you want to succeed in life, remain approachable. Like don't cold shoulder people. Yeah. Don't create the roadblocks. Remain approachable. And one of the best ways to give off that approachability is to be more transparent and like not put on this fake persona. Yeah. So amen, brother. Again, we got to be able to live in these flow states. How are we, how are you and I supposed to flow like we did tonight? If I wasn't being more open and approachable, 
So exactly. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, there so hang go. tight. I'm gonna give you a proper goodbye off the air, and then we'll transition for your show, ladies and gentlemen. I said it multiple times. The Running Lifestyle com. Please go subscribe to her show. And again, it's not just about running. You might pick up on it. There's a lot more underlying principles coming through on her show. So again, thanks for tuning in to another powerful Live the Fuel show. I reminded you at the beginning of this episode, uh, please hook me up with some reviews. I want to be able to read your stuff on air. I want to know if we're doing a good job. And there's a lot of people out there that need to find this great content and people like Carrie. So again, thanks for tuning in. We're here to fuel your health, your business, and your lifestyle, and we'll talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com. Live the Fuel.